0: Hey, welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. If this is your very, very first time here, welcome to the sister friend community where we really talk openly and honestly about all the many challenges that can come up as we wear these many hats and manage a variety of different priorities between our personal and our professional lives. I am your guide and host of this here podcast, Nicole Rohn, aka The Capacity Coach. And I really love creating not just this space, but other spaces as well, where we can have these conversations and really share tips on how to manage and do things better, because I'm a firm believer that when you know better, you do better. So again, if this is your first time here, welcome to your new tribe. You will want to go and subscribe, so hit the pause button, go subscribe so that you can get notified each and every time I drop a new episode on Tuesdays. Now, for those of you who have been listening, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. I definitely appreciate you. You guys are the reason that I do this. I definitely want to continue to equip us with the tools and resources to help us create this balance that we're seeking. And today is going to be a good one, y'all. So I was going to have someone on the show this week, but clearly it is meant for me to be talking about boundaries today. So I'd recorded an episode. I thought that I'd sent it over to get it edited and somehow it just, it disappeared. And so I had to decide was I going to really let the week go by without an episode or did I want to just hop in here and record. And so here you have me. And today we're talking about boundaries and specifically for you to check your boundaries. And this is coming ahead of Valentine's Day week or weekend, I guess. And this needs to be applied to every single relationship. The relationship with yourself, the relationship with your significant other, the relationship you have with your parents, friends, siblings, even your relationship at work. I have so much to say around this topic, so I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. Before I do that, though, I want you to know that this episode is being brought to you by my one-on-one coaching opportunity. So yes, if you have heard me and you're wondering how you can work with me directly, I am now taking new clients for my one-on-one coaching for the Art of Flow program. It's my signature coaching program. It's four months of coaching with me one-on-one, going through each and every one of the five pillars and helping you create balance in each of those. So again, if you are interested in that, head on over to my website www.nicolerone.com and check it out. Okay. So let's get into this episode. I haven't given you guys a definition in a while, and so I want to start this episode off with the definition of personal boundaries. Personal boundaries are rules, guidelines, or limits that you create on what you believe are reasonable comfortable, safe, and acceptable ways for people to treat you. So you are the main person in that. You are the one who is creating the environment or the overall vibe of how you want to be treated and how you will be treated. And I'm super passionate about this because there was a point in time where I had no boundaries, like zero, zilch, nada. And I didn't realize it until as many of you know, I had my come to Jesus moment in the hospital. But also when I started to test saying no, I saw how people responded and I just was like, you know what, maybe I'll just keep doing what I've been doing because I don't want people to not like me or I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And it was so much harder for me. And so I want to talk about what are some of the signs that you can look for for within yourself, in your behaviors, in your actions that indicate that you might have an issue with your boundaries. So the very first one I came across is that you say yes when you really wanna say no. So how many of you listening did that this week? I'll wait. Now, I can't say that I did this recently in the last week, but because I'm a work in progress and I don't pretend to be perfect by any means, I know that this is something that I still struggle with. Whether it is with my parents, my children, my spouse, sometimes I find myself saying yes when I really want to say no. And then I end up getting mad at the other person. Like you knew better than to ask me. You knew I was going to say yes. You know, I can't say no. But can I tell you something? That's not anybody's fault but your own. You have to learn how to say no when you want to say no. And part of the reason that many of us, myself included, don't say no is because we are so accustomed to just saying yes, right? We are the ones in our family and our friend circles. We're the ones who are reliable, dependable. Take care of everything. We think that if we won't do it, it won't get done. But the truth is, you can't keep doing everything because your lack of boundaries is what has you burnt out, stressed out, frustrated, at wits' end, and all of that. And so you have to learn how to say no. And I know that's easier said than done, too, especially for those of us who don't feel like we can say no, right? But we'll talk about how to do that later on through the episode. And I just wanted to share that that's definitely one of the main signs that you have some issues with your boundaries. Another one that I found is that you feel guilty when you do something for yourself. And I will never forget, I was having a conversation actually about going to Florida for my birthday prior to my come to Jesus moment with my girl, Sierra. And I was saying how I wanted to go on a cruise because Darius and I had never been on a cruise. And I felt guilty that, you know, either I was going to go by myself or just with him. And she was like, so you don't have no reason to feel guilty, right? Like you are an individual. And in that moment, I was like, wow, she's right. And then I felt kind of bad. Like, why do I have to have somebody? outside of myself tell me that I deserve to do things by myself and not feel guilty about it. And so Sierra, if you're listening, you may not know it, but you were also the catalyst to me really setting boundaries and taking time for myself and being in this space. So if you feel guilty when you do something for yourself by yourself, that's another sign that you have some issues with your boundaries. Also, some of you may take offense to this, but If you communicate in a passive, aggressive way, then sis, you got some issues with your boundaries. Because when you are confident about how you feel and you know that you can say what you need to say and it doesn't have to be said in a mean way, right? I'm a believer of it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But if you find That expressing yourself, your needs, your wants, your feelings come across in a passive aggressive way, that's a problem. Because you're saying it half joking and half seriously, and you're not being true to yourself, right? It's like you're dipping your toe in the water to see what kind of a response you're gonna get, but that truly isn't getting your needs met. So, if on a regular basis, how you communicate what you need and want is done, in a passive-aggressive way, we got some things to talk about. The fourth one that I have is that you constantly make sacrifices for other people at your own expense. And I tell you all the time, I was queen caretaker. My worth, my identity, my value, all of that was tied to what I could do for other people. I felt like me being needed made me important. And so frequently I was doing everything for everybody else because I equated that to love. I equated it to worthiness. And so I want to ask you, if you are honest with yourself, are you constantly sacrificing yourself, your needs, your wants, your dreams, your desires for everybody else around you? And if so, There's no shame, no shame, no shade, no judgment, none of that, because I've been there. But if you are, ask yourself why and ask yourself, when is the last time you put your needs first? Think about it. Because I don't believe that any of us wake up one morning and say, you know what? I think I'm going to just throw all my boundaries in the garbage. (laughs) Nobody says that, right? I want to talk a little bit about why we have non existent, lacking, semi ish boundaries. And in my research, the thing that stood out the most to me in everything that I read is that it really stems back to our childhood. What we saw growing up, what we heard growing up, how we were treated when we tried to express ourselves. All of that is tied and connected so deeply to our childhood. And I know for me specifically, I can remember seeing my mom run around and do everything for everybody all the time. I constantly saw her, my aunties, you know, other women sacrificing themselves for the sake of the family, for the sake of their significant others, and even for work. And so I didn't realize until I got older and started doing all of this internal work with myself and also with my clients that a lot of who we are and how we behave is directly connected to what we saw growing up. So if you didn't witness people in your family having strong boundaries, And you probably wouldn't have even known what a boundary was at like five, six, seven, even eight and nine, right? I'm grown and just now learning (laughs) what boundaries are. So give yourself some grace. What I will say though, is that think back to as early as you can remember and see if you can find a time where you sacrificed your needs for the sake of somebody else and how that made you feel. And then think about another time When you attempted to tell somebody no for something, whether it was no, you didn't want to share your toy, or no, you didn't want to eat that specific food, or no, you didn't feel like playing, and somebody kept begging you or telling you what you had to do, and so you just said, forget it. So early on, we learn, especially as women, that our needs don't matter, that our voice doesn't matter, that our thoughts don't matter. And that's why it's so important as life changers that we really focus on how we're raising our children, that we're being intentional on how we're leading by example. We have the power to change generations upon generations and even more generations of what boundaries look like, what healthy boundaries look like, what self-care looks like. Because I guarantee you this, if you are running around and feel like you have no balance between your personal and your professional life, it's got everything to do with your boundaries. And I'm probably going to have to do, honestly, an episode two, because there are five or six, there's really more than five or six types of boundaries that I want to talk about. But I'm trying to keep these episodes (laughs) at like 30 minutes so that they're small and digestible. But there are all these different types of boundaries that I want to talk to you guys about and how when we don't have healthy boundaries in these different areas, it shows up in every single area of our life. So for example, financial boundaries, right? Say you have a boundary on how much money you're going to lend or how much money, you know, you're going to spend, essentially a budget. But because you're a people pleaser, you're constantly breaking that boundary with yourself. That impacts your self-esteem. It probably starts fights if you have a significant other, right? There's all kinds of ways that this impacts you. Because if you have that fight with your significant other, now you're probably having difficulty concentrating at work. So these boundaries are important. But I digress. So let me get back to what I was talking about. (laughs) Y'all know, I can talk. Your boundaries or lack thereof have a lot to do with how you were brought up, what you did or didn't see, and that's okay. But as an adult, as a grown person, you have a duty and an obligation to set boundaries for yourself, to protect your peace, to protect your heart, to protect yourself and your family. And so I want to talk about how do you really set them? Because again, this is something that was really, really hard for me being the one who has taken care of so many people and felt responsible for everybody, this was a hard lesson for me. And so there are two major mind shifts that I know need to happen. And then there are about four or so different action steps that I wanna give you. So first and foremost, when it comes to boundaries, you have to shift your mind because most of us are running around And we may not say this to ourselves, but what we're really thinking is that I'm not worthy of boundaries. And if you're not thinking it, your actions are showing that. Because you let everybody do what they need to do, or you take care of everybody else around you, sacrificing your time, your energy, your sleep, your finances, what you're telling other people around you is that they matter more to you. So the first thing that you have to do Is really, really start to know, understand, and believe that you have the right to have boundaries. You have the right. And that sounds like easy as pie, common sense and whatnot, but we all know common sense is not so common. You have to understand and know that you have the right to have boundaries. I don't care if it's your husband, your best friend, your mother, your son, your daughter, your cousin. You have the right to say, you know what? This makes me uncomfortable. Or you know what? I really want to be able to spend my time and do X, Y, Z. So I can't do X, Y, Z And for you. You have the right to feel that way. And you have the right to enforce them. Even if this is day one of you knowing and understanding that you have that right as a human being. So let that sink in. Number two, you have to learn that Really, your thoughts, your feelings, and your needs are just as important as anyone else's. And this was the harder one for me. Again, because I grew up really watching my mom sacrifice her needs for everybody else, I thought that that's the way that things were supposed to go. I remember so early on even taking on some of the responsibility for my mom, for my parents, Because we didn't have a perfect childhood, right? Nobody did. Everybody's got a story, right? But what I do know is that at an early age, I was taking care of my younger siblings. And so that call of duty or that feeling stayed with me well until adulthood. And then taking care of everybody else around me, although I didn't tell myself this, I remember feeling like what I need is not important as a big sister, I need to put their needs before mine. Or even when I started to have friendships, right? I felt like in order for me to be friends with other people, I needed to do more for them than they did for me because that's the way that it was supposed to be. So if there is nothing else that you take from this entire podcast, I need you to know that your thoughts, your feelings, and your needs are just as important As anybody else's. And truth be told, they're more important than anybody else's. Nobody wants to say that, but they are. When we talk about self care, ain't selfish, like that's what that means. Without you, nothing else happens, especially for those of us who are the center of the universe for our friends and our families. Your needs are more important. And so you have to start behaving in a way that dictates that. So now that we've talked about the two essential mind shifts that need to happen, I want to give you a couple of things that you can do to really start to set boundaries so that you can create this balance between your personal and your professional life and really just have the capacity to show up in excellence wearing all the different hats that you do. First and foremost, I need you to know what you need. And that requires... You stopping, you pausing, you taking the time and energy to figure out what you need. If you are anything like me, after I had that come to Jesus moment in the hospital, I didn't even know what I needed. I was so busy and preoccupied and used to taking care of everybody else's needs, I didn't know what I needed. So I had to really sit back, reflect, think. Pray, journal, like you name it, I did it so that I could figure out what was it that I needed, not only for me to be happy and healthy, but to really feel good about myself, to feel fulfilled, to be less stressed, to have more rest, all of those different things. You have to figure out what your own needs are. And then this next step will actually help you to do that. Stop overcommitting. I'm going to say it again. Stop over committing. You know how in the beginning I said, you say yes when you really want to say no? This is where that comes into play, okay? So you got to stop saying yes and committing yourself to so many things. I remember once upon a time, I used to be so afraid to hurt people's feelings that even though I was in school full-time, I was working full-time, and I was a full-time single mom, I would jam-pack my weekends with all kind of stuff to do. I would say yes to going to somebody's house for dinner. I would say yes to taking my daughter to like a Disney on ice show. I would say yes to going to a birthday party. And then I would say yes to going out with my girls. And in my mind, I would be like, you know what? I can make all this happen. But really what happened is that I was stressed out because I was spreading myself so thin. And then when I would get to each and every one of those events, cause y'all know I did it all right. I said Queen Caretaker. When I would get to each and every one of those events, my mind wouldn't be there. And I would be frustrated and thinking about how can I get out of here early so I can get to the next place. And that resulted in people really telling me about myself. Like, I love you and I know your intentions are good, but you say yes and then you half ass show up. Or you're here, but you're not here. So you might as well not even be here. And that hurt. Like I had to look in the mirror and realize that I was doing myself and the people I loved and cared about a disservice by continuing to overcommit myself. So I need you to do that. Look at what you're saying yes to and figure out what you need to say no to. And part of that is going to help you recognize what you really need. Another area or I guess tip that you, you need to put into place is to recognize when people cross the line right? Like some of us, we know how we feel when somebody says something or when somebody does something, but we don't do anything about it. So when in your gut or in your heart, you feel like what he or she said really hurt my feelings and I didn't like that. Remember that feeling and say something about it because let's go back to the mindset and the mind shift. You have the right to have boundaries. So when somebody does something that you do not like, I don't care if it's something that they say to you. I don't care if it's something that's done in a joking manner. Remember, a personal boundary is really a rule or a guideline on how you want to be treated. You get to decide what you believe is reasonable, comfortable, safe, and acceptable. So as you're recognizing what you need, I need you to also recognize when somebody has crossed the line because that's going to help you really develop those boundaries. And then last but not least, say you realize that somebody that you're super close to is toxic, right? They're constantly breaking the boundaries. You draw the line in the sand and as soon as you draw it, they step over it. You got to end the toxic relationships. And this is the hardest one right? I know that for me, this too was super hard because I talk about frequently in my own situation, I was ashamed to step away from my marriage. I was embarrassed. I didn't want anybody to think I didn't really have it together personally like I did professionally. So I was afraid. But the longer that you stay in something that's toxic, whether it is a job, in a friendship, in a relationship. It could even be with, you know, your parents or your siblings. The longer you stay in these toxic situations, the harder it's going to be to recover. It takes so much time, you guys. It takes so much time to really recover mentally and emotionally. Because I know for myself, I blamed myself for so long saying I should have got out sooner. I should have did this sooner. I should have done that better, right? So if you really want to enforce your boundaries and live a life where you have peace, you have joy, you have to really be able to end toxic relationships. And so I know that was a lot, but I want to tell you before I end some of the benefits, right? We've talked about the signs of weak boundaries. I've shared with you why we typically have poor boundaries and what we can do about it. But I want to remind you of the benefits of having these boundaries. Now, again, most of the women that I work with are coming to me because they feel like their life is out of control. They feel like they don't know who they are anymore. And they feel like They have no balance whatsoever between their personal and their professional lives. And so one of the things that we do when we work together is really identify the different boundaries or lack thereof. And so some of the benefits, I got five quick benefits for you. The number one benefit to setting boundaries is that you get your time back. Like all the time that you spend running around, doing things for other people, doing things that have absolutely nothing to do with your own personal or professional goals. It takes a lot of time. So when you learn how to set and enforce boundaries, you get your time back. Number two, you get an increased sense of control over your life. Because when you're saying yes to everybody and everything and not to you, you do feel controlled by everybody else around you. It's like, oh my gosh, I wish I had time to do X, Y, and Z. Well, you have to make the time. And making the time means saying no and setting boundaries and really evaluating what you need so that you can set those boundaries the right way. Number three, you get more mental, emotional, and physical energy. And that one goes without saying too, because again, you're not running around taking care of things for everybody else. I know my sister and I talk frequently about how much mental energy it takes to solve problems for other people. Oh my gosh. Now, while I love problem solving because I've shared that I like puzzles, I, you know, if my favorite show is Wheel of Fortune, yes, I like to solve problems. But when you're solving other people's problems, you don't even have no room to solve your own. Like you have no mental capacity whatsoever. So the first thing you're going to find once you set these boundaries is how much your mental, emotional and physical energy is increased just because you're not handling other people's stuff. Number four, when you set these boundaries, you're going to attract healthy and supportive people, because I'll tell you what, when you start saying no, Your real friends and the people who really do value you as a person, like you, not what you can do for them, they're going to stay. Everybody else is going to fall to the wayside. And that is okay. I made a post a couple of weeks ago that said something like, everybody you lose isn't a loss. And that's the truth. Because when you start standing up for what you need, the people who really care about you and are meant to be in your life are going to support you. And those who've been benefiting from your lack of boundaries are gonna be pissed off and probably talk about you like a dog and make you a villain. And that's okay too. Because what's gonna happen is that those people are gonna be replaced with people who do respect your boundaries, who want to help you grow. You're gonna come across a tribe of women like myself and the community that I have on Facebook, people who really understand how valuable boundaries are and that they're non-negotiable. And last but not least, when you set boundaries, one of the biggest benefits is that your self-esteem and your self-worth will rise. And you may not think that you have a self-esteem or a self-worth issue at the onset of you figuring out what you need and talking about boundaries. But I guarantee you, after you go through the process of really figuring out what you need, setting boundaries, letting go of toxic people, places, and things, your self-esteem and your self-worth is going to go through the roof. No longer will you allow people in your space that don't treat you how you want to be treated. No longer will you set foot in an organization that doesn't value your time, your commitment, your genius, your energy. You ain't going to tolerate it. So your self-esteem and your self-worth are gonna absolutely go through the roof. I really hope that throughout this podcast today, you understand how essential your boundaries are as you seek to create balance between your personal and your professional life because they're absolutely connected. If you lack boundaries, then chances are you lack balance. And my whole goal, my whole hope is to really help you to be able to come from under that, right? Like my goal as a capacity coach is to help you literally create balance between your personal and your professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters most to you. And I take that job seriously. So I hope that this was a blessing to you. I really want you to reach out to me, tag me in social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Let me know that this is helping you. Let me know what's sticking for you. Let me know what the aha is. I want to know. So I invite you, if you have not already done so, to make sure that you subscribe to this podcast rate it review it because it really does make a big difference connect with me and join my email list on my website NicoleRone.com. and you can also go directly to facebook to the flow and flourish free community where there are about a hundred or so of us right now a little over a hundred where i'm sharing tips and tricks and talking and really just trying to continuously build this community of where we can talk about all of these different things that come up for us as we wear the many hats and manage competing priorities until next week. I pray that everybody stays safe and healthy. If you have questions, you know where to find me. And I look forward to continuing to be your capacity coach and your guide on this journey through smoothing the lines between work and home so that you can show up in excellence in every single room that you walk into.